and gentlemen, dorks and dweebs, nerds of all ages, GeekPod Network Productions is proud to bring to you the most electrifying middle-aged guys in Syracuse, the Doctor, Hugh Allen, the pod whore, Paul Showens. Alone, they are single geek beacons in a dark cop drama world. But when the mics go hot, they are GeekPod. Ladies and gentlemen, geeks and geekettes, nerds, dorks, and dweebs alike, to the we and the not we all over the world, I've asked you here today to discuss the state of the geek union. We've had some great triumphs this past year. We live in a world where there are five Star Trek television series in development, a world where Rick Grimes got blown off a bridge and landed in his own movie series, where even a superhero movie can get an Oscar nod. We have so much to be thankful for right now, and so much to look forward to. There has truly never been a better time to be alive, unless you could be a pirate or a ninja. Then those times would be better. But who gets that kind of choice in life anyway, am I right? This does not mean that there, are not, that there have not been dark spots in our rearview mirror. The genre industry is always rocked with scandal and intrigue. In fact, we face a filmmanitarian crisis like no other right at our southern border. Caravans upon caravans of reboots continue to head to our country. South America does not want them. Mexico has no room for them. So they all head to the United States, hoping to find a movie screen to call home. Some of these films may seem like a threat to your childhood. The movies and shows you love being fouled by some dirty retelling. I understand your pain, because I feel some of it too. But today, I would like to ask something of you. And this is something I am asking of myself as well. Let's try to be kind to these reboots and reimaginings. We think we know their story, but we don't know what they've been through. Maybe they started as a sequel, but the actors refused to return to the role. Maybe they could not find a good enough story and were forced by an evil studio cartel to make a movie anyway. These reboots are made by hard-working folks like you and I. Folks who are counting on this movie not to tarnish their resume so that they can achieve their dream of working on Jackass 4. Folks who need to feed their children and their pets. Maybe even their pirates and ninjas if they're lucky. Let's start judging a film by what it is rather than what it isn't. We could even try looking at each other that way. I know, crazy idea, but I hear it works in Norway. Have you ever heard of a depressed Viking? Me either. Rather than force these reboots to hide in an empty gas tank and get smuggled across the border, let's at least give them a chance. I didn't think The Grudge needed a reboot, but I am looking forward to seeing what they can do with the sensibilities of today. Hellboy was perfect the way it was, but that doesn't mean this new version can't be too. I know we all love the new Spider-Man, but I recall when I thought Tobey Maguire was perfect for the role. Just like people die but are carried on by the similar but different and usually stranger versions of them and their children, reboots can bring an idea to an entire new generation. While some are certainly cash grabs, we can't know if we judge them without seeing them. We should give them all a chance. Except for the Child's Play reboot. Fuck that, you can't reboot a series when it's still happening. That's like hamburger levels of dumb. I hope you will take these words to heart as we stretch into the new year. A new Avengers, the Ghostbusters deboot begins filming. So much to come together and celebrate about. Let's see if we can learn from ours and our reboots differences, rather than build a wall around our heart. We have the best reboots. Our reboots are rebootier than anyone's. I made that up because I'm a liar and a fraud. Good night and geek bless. Sit down, Nancy. You're going to break a hip with that clap.
Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Dr. Hugh, let's catch a buzz. All right, let's do it. What have you brought us today, Paul? I have brought us something that, as you've pointed out, may not really count as beer. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but it's what I could find at Walmart at 11.45 last night after my, my original plan fell through. So, we have um, Henry's Hard Soda, made with cane sugar, contains alcohol. It's a Blitz Weinhard Brewing Company. I'm stepping all over your shit. This is the stuff you normally do. Uh, yeah, it's okay. You can do it with this because, like I said, it's, <laughs> it's not really beer. He doesn't even want to touch That's it. That's candy with alcohol in it. <laughs> uh, very little alcohol. It's 4.2% alcohol by volume. Um, not like the uh, the Rubius, which is a, a kick right in the balls. Yeah. Uh, still talking about that. And if you haven't listened to our review from the Syracuse Man Show, shame on you, you fuckers, because that's what we were talking about. Um, I did buy some from Wegmans already, by yeah. the way. Yeah, and it's already all gone. Uh, that, that's some oh, good yeah. stuff. That's some. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> Henry's hard soda. Uh, that's what we're trying today. We're going to go with hard grape soda. I considered the the lemon lime or the um, fake Mountain Dew, but yeah. Oh, we're just gonna. Yeah, let's not pour it over the uh, the board. All right. So what I'm doing right now is pouring some out for my homies. No, just. Yeah, Paul is actually putting it in a cup that I already used, and you should know that my ability to be able to sit up and talk today is brought to you by Smart Cups. Smart Cups, the world's first 3D printed uh, energy drink. And what flavor did you bring with you today? I brought with me today the Magna Cum Latte, which was coffee. Which was very good. Yeah, Smart Cups. Even for somebody who doesn't drink coffee. Download the pep in your step. I'm going to see if I can sell that to them. Oh, let's try that. That's good, yeah. Let's try that. But speaking of trying, let's try our um, hard soda. Were you doing the sniffing thing? Yeah, yes. I'm smelling it. Does it smell like soda? It smells like grape soda. It almost smells like wine. <laughs> Actually, tastes very much like grape soda. In fact, I don't even get the alcohol. Yeah, I, I, I taste no alcohol in it. Um, so I'm going to say that this won't kill me with my diabetes, but I bet you I'm wrong. Actually, 4.2. I mean, while that's low compared to what I drink... Um, that's actually uh, typical for um, you know mass market beers like your Labatt's yeah. and your Budweisers are all three to four. So, um, so the beer flavored waters is that what you're saying? Yeah, basically, basically. Uh, you know, I, I should really one of these days um, grab some of the ones that I really like and bring them over because I'm wondering what you would think. Is it is it bad that after what we just did, as soon as you said grab, I wanted to say by the pussy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I. Uh, Kind of took the plunge and bought some uh, real brewing equipment. Really? Yes. Didn't really want to, but basically I'm going to have the uh, capability once all this stuff arrives to do um, five-gallon batches um, over and over again, um, real glass bottles. Uh, you know, I asked you if you had any glass bottles. I actually went and, and bought some because I found a great place. going to give them a free plug. Uh, they're called Hopgoblin.com. Hopgoblin. I know. That's isn't great. it great? Um, they do flat rate shipping, so it's like uh, eleven something for whatever you order. Because oh, flat nice! Rate. Everywhere else, I was looking. All the other online retailers, I would get you know, forty bucks in shipping for the things I wanted, and their prices are reasonable. Holy shit. Yeah, like a case of glass bottles is ten dollars. If I wanted a case of glass bottles, I would pay like twenty four, like a dollar a bottle at right. the local store. Uh, the um, fermenting buckets. 25 bucks everywhere else and then you have to buy a $10 lid. At Hopgoblin it was like $10 for the bucket and two something for the lid. So I uh, ordered a bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm going to start. My my idea is that I want to start being able to brew in large enough batches that when I bring you a beer, it's a beer that's been aging in my cellar for three or four months. Nice. Right now I can barely keep up with the amount that I drink. Which actually that makes it sound awful. That's it does. No, no, I mean no. I I usually have like three, two or three over the weekend. I throw some in the refrigerator on Thursday, and for me it's like a, a Friday night thing while I'm cooking dinner. Have a couple beers. Nice. Uh, but I'm only you know when I'm brewing, I'm brewing in small batches because I'm using the little Mister Beer things. The neat thing though is usually you have a bottling bucket as well uh, for for bottling. I'm actually going to do my primary fermentation. Then I'm going to put everything in my three Mister Beers I have for oh, nice. secondary fermentation and storage. And then I can bottle from those because they have the spigots. Now, so, are you going to be doing this out of your basement? Well, no, I'm going to be not not now. But uh, what I do want to do is get the uh, basement cleaned out and see if I can maybe get rid of the black mold that may or may not be. Down there. Well, I wasn't I wasn't going to put all that out there, <laughs> but um, I was just yeah, that was that was my concern. That and then it gets pretty fucking cold down there, doesn't it? 
Well, it does, but I mean, you know, aging beer cold is called lagering. So I mean, okay, that's see, thing. that's why you're the the. the craft beer guy in this so so it's a thing but yeah i'm hoping that i can really expand my horizons with what uh i have the ability to make what i am missing and if anybody out there in geek pod land has one i really wish i had like a big seven or eight gallon kettle Ooh. because for the the brewing like the the actual brewing process because as it stands now with these sizes i'm doing it in two smaller kettles which will be easier now uh, a little bit because before like the last batch that I did last Sunday, I had to brew it up in two separate kettles and then pour it into the Mr. Beers, which is a pain in the ass. Now I can do it in two separate kettles, and I'm just going to be dumping it in the fermentation bucket. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's easier. You know, I'm not going to spill it doing that. But it would be really nice to have a large kettle. And what started this all is I was looking for a kettle online, and I found, oh, $14.99 marked down from 40 I was like, oh, this is great. I go to that, that beer company website, which I'm not going to name, and uh, yeah, I go to order this previously like forty dollar a kettle marked down to fourteen ninety nine. Shipping was twenty five dollars. So yeah, it'd go right back yeah. up to where you were. So right. I started looking around, and I found that a lot of the places. I mean, I understand this is heavy stuff, but most places, if you order a certain amount of stuff, they'll give they you give you a break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd actually given up. I'm like, okay, this must just be how the industry industry works. When I ran across Hop Goblin after I stopped looking, and I was like, oh. Oh, this works for me. <laughs> this is my place. <laughs> yes, and I love the name. Yeah, and that's going in the show notes too. I made sure I wrote that down. We'll give that a little bump. If there's any comment section when you order, you might want to let them know that. I so. already did. Perfect. No, I already ordered. I saw. Oh, yeah. But I, I will next time. I was gonna say there's, no, there's going to be a next time. <clears throat> okay, so uh, thoughts on, on our grape soda? It's grapey. Mm-hmm. Definitely soda. Yeah. Apparently, I liked it because I killed the rest of the bottle. So. That's good because I actually didn't want any more. Okay, that's a good thing because I didn't ask. I just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm just not feeling all that great today, right. so I probably don't need to be drinking uh, copious amounts of alcohol. No, probably not. And then getting in my car and driving in the whiteout to go pick up Lana from her mother's Jeff. house. Oh, she's not working this morning. Yet. She is, but um, her actually her aunt is picking her up because I'm here. So gotcha. All right, moving on. Doctor Hugh, sketch geeked. Well, this is may make you laugh, but playing with my Wii. That usually you keep that private. Yeah, you're not one of those guys know, to spread that around. But you know, haven't we figured out that I just say what's on my mind, <laughs> whether it's appropriate at the time? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's explain here. Well, um, you know, uh, we're back. You know, it's the beginning of the year. We're back on the whole diet thing because that's what we do every year. And uh, my wife has been trying to exercise at home with some like YouTube videos and mm-hmm. stuff and. Uh, because it's just so fucking cold here, and when it's not cold, it's muddy and shitty. And So she goes, you know what? I remember back years ago, this is before I met her, she's like, oh, I, had a, I had the Wii Fit, and I had so much fun with that, and it was easy. And I'm like, you know, she gives me an opportunity to buy a gadget, even if it's one that's 10 years old. Because <laughs> usually she's like, we don't need more shit. So I'm like, okay, done. Well, that's your Valentine's Day present. So I went and I found one on this. Uh, by the way, have you ever heard of Mercari? Recently, it just started like popping up on my Facebook. I, or I may become a big proponent of this. This is like um, eBay with with more protections. Uh, Mercari is a, uh, and I believe it's um, Chinese based actually, oddly enough. But it is a um, kind of like let go. People sell their used stuff on there. The great thing about Mercari is that I make payment with PayPal to you. And you don't actually, they hold the money. You don't get your money until I go back in the app and say, this arrived as described and works. Nice. Yeah, it's that's really cool, considering that I got burned over uh, the holiday season on something I bought on eBay. Um, I really like that. But, uh, yeah, this lady from Florida had a, a, a Wii Fit with a, all the stuff that went with it. And what was great is I, I basically I purchased it, right? Right. Well, within 20 minutes, I'm getting messages from her through the app. You go, hey, you know, I, I'm packing this up now. Um, do you need the original box? My four-year-old, you know, stepped on the box, and it's got a little tear in it. Uh, I don't know if you're getting this because you're a collector or whatever. I mean, it was a very personable exchange. She nice. mailed it out the next day. Uh, I mean, you don't get that with eBay, usually. At least my experience with eBay is I place an order and just cross my fingers that it fucking shows up. Right, if it um, even shows, yeah. Yeah, so this was really cool. Um, I, I think she chose the longest shipping possible because it's not going to be here till Tuesday, which was a little disappointing. But we're excited. I know the Wii is old, but, I mean, if you, have you ever played a Wii? Have one hooked up upstairs. Okay, then, then you know. I mean, bowling is fun. Yes, I like the baseball. 
I don't think home, I've played home run derby on the uh, Wii Sports that comes with the system. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean it's just fun. I know that it's not a uh, not as deep and complex as the games I play uh, normally, but I think we're gonna have a blast, and she's gonna be able to do some exercise with the the balance board and all that mm-hmm. shit. Um, now, if I can just convince her to let me get a PS Vita. So that she can be exercising and I can be sitting on the couch remote playing Elder Scrolls Online from the PS4. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if that's going to happen. Can't slide that one in there yet. I'm try- you know, I've asked for a Vita for like the past two years for Christmas. And she all she says is, you have enough video game systems. See, that's not true. That's never true. Well, I mean, I, I, I can understand where it's coming from. But uh, I don't have a video game system that can remote play my PS4. Right. So hmm. that, that's a thing. It is. And I mean, if you were me, that was a missed opportunity when, when she started talking about wanting the Wii. I totally would have been, we have enough video games. <laughs> yeah, but you know... I but that's why I'm the asshole in the group. Yeah. <laughs> and she she's really excited about this. So that's good. I can't wait to, to see her like, playing the thing and doing Zumba and all that crap. That, yes. So it'll be interesting. It is. And it's, it's, it's still cool. The kids are really into it. Like, that's, that's why we hooked ours back up, and we did it for New Year's. Like, that's what we did for New Year's Eve. Yeah. We played um, Home Run Derby. Awesome. And Kylie's all about it, and Kylie's a natural baseball hitter. Oh, like, nice. She's really good. If there was ever, you know, a team where they based your skills on virtually Virtual, baseball, she'd Well, awesome. there is. They're called eSports. Oh, well, It's a right. fucking thing, and I don't even want to talk about it. But how about you? What's got you geeked? Captain Marvel. Who's that? Yeah, Carol Danvers, the one that we I'm grew kidding. up knowing as Ms. Marvel. Yeah, <clears throat> getting really excited about the movie now, and that's because the Overlords are really excited about the movie. Well, this is a, a unique marketing position uh, for a superhero movie. Uh, I mean, we have had you know one female-led superhero movie, but it was in the Warner Brothers universe, which is a mess. Yes. Um, Still a good movie. Yeah, it's still a great movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, I, I'm thinking that they're going to hook legions of girls with this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's already the plan. Um, Madison knows the release date. She's been watching the trailers on YouTube. So, I've decided to make this an official um, GeekPod event. Oh, you're going to run out a whole movie theater for Fuck us? Fuck no, I don't have that kind of money. My name's not Jeff Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> Cloud City Comics and Toys. And what's the other one called now? He owns two. Comic Depot, Albany. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, isn't that like a like a, in a famous one? Or yes. A, yes, I yeah. was going to say. We've been there. We went there when we were in Saratoga. Oh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say when I, I saw the Facebook post about that, I'm like, isn't that like a really well-known one nationally? Yeah, that was. There was a lot of stuff I can tell you off mic about it on what happened. It, it was a really sad situation. Um, but back to Captain Marvel and what my plan is. Um, I already have kind of a cadre of people going for this opening, and um, it's uh, Aunt Erica. We've we've discussed Aunt Erica before, haven't we? Because she's the one that went and saw Wonder Woman with us, with Madison. I'm not. But you know, my memory's shit, yeah. so. Well, I don't know if I've ever referenced her by name either. Um, myself and both girls, and I may let their their friend come with us. They each have one little girlfriend that is usually the movie goer with us and i thought why not make this a contest for GeekPod? i'm opening up two slots to join us for this premiere and i'm purposely not saying where it's going to be where we're going to it because if i do then anybody can just roll in um i want you to send in your best reasons for being chosen to fangirls at geekpod.com <laughs> we will go through the the entries and pick two like off of their like the best responses and i'm talking be be witty do not send pictures because it's not that kind of contest please do not send pictures wait why did you wait (laughs) um and here's the catch anybody that is actually affiliated with geekpod cannot be part of the contest there you go because otherwise we we know you know we might as well just hand out spots right so yeah andrew no Webcam Nick, no. Alex the the Mando, no. Laura, no. It's got to be somebody new. Yeah. And um, I mean, even even that that chick that won the review contest, she can still do it because she's not technically affiliated. 
even though she's won a contest before and then, you know, never used the Five Wits tickets. Thanks a lot, Marnie. <laughs> saying. Not bitter or anything. <clears throat> anyway, moving on now. Um, but that's the end of it. Yeah, well, um, obviously when we choose the winners, I'll choose them online. On mic, not online. <laughs> yeah, but I will get the emails from online. Just saying. Because that's how email works. Yes, typically. I think everybody knows that. In the clouds. This is where uh, Facebook Live would be a thing. Like, it would be better. You could see me making the weird hand motions. Man, I think our rhythm's a little off today, Paul. That's probably my fault. You're sick. I'm tired. We're sick and tired. I actually, I'm sick and tired. Yeah, I am too. Because, like I said, I was at Walmart until quarter to 12. Oh, and that's going to play into something later. I observed something at Walmart, but that's going to come at the end of the show. Oh, I can't wait. And you're looking over the notes, trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking about. No, actually, I was looking over the notes, trying to figure out what's next. Um, I just put in other topics, or we can go right into the news. <laughs> other topics. Yeah. Well, I mean, I used one of our old templates, and then I just had to switch stuff around because, you know, we don't have uh, Coach Corbs doing a sports review anymore, so... Um remember when that really actually a happened. long long time ago did it yeah there was a point where you guys sat around and talked about sports and i kind of zoned out Mm-hmm. kind of like he would zone out when we talked about comic books so, so i'd zone out for five minutes he'd zone out for an hour 45 and minutes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we have a couple of different things to discuss um as well as your news so i don't know if you want to hit news we can do the news Get let's hit news all right, let's do the news. First up, goodbye, sweet, bitey prince. This week, Oreo the raccoon passed away in Portugal. He was the real-life model for the mocap and CGI version of Rocket Raccoon in the Marvel movies. While most raccoons only live two to three years, Oreo managed a ripe old ten years, which is not bad for a trash panda. Right. Next up, too weird for broadcast TV. Hive Mind, the team currently making the upcoming Witcher adaptation for Netflix, must have groomed an excellent relationship with the streaming giant. They announced that they are developing a series based on the old EC publishing weird fantasy comics from the 50s. This was a cult book created by William Gaines, who is also getting his own biopic from the same team. Now, he went on to form Mad Magazine as well, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you're familiar with. And I am guessing that Alfred E. Newman will be the next one getting a Netflix series. Mm. I could certainly hope. What That'd be interesting. <laughs> Next up, I am not getting a large soda with the popcorn. It seems that Avengers Endgame is currently running at 156 minutes and may balloon up to 180 minutes. Holy crap. Yeah. This would make it the longest superhero movie ever made. Being that this is the culmination of Phases 1 and 2 of the MCU, um, the Russos feel that that much time is really needed to tell a satisfying story with all of the characters. So... I'm thinking I'm going to fast the day of, and I'm just going to bring, like, a dropper of water for during the movie <laughs> so I don't pass out. And finally, and sadly, why don't you love us? Denai Guerrera is reportedly leaving The Walking Dead next season. Her contract has her in a handful of episodes in season 10. Combined with the statement from the producers that if Rick and Michonne ever found each other again, it won't be on the show... This seems like a deal that has been some time in the making, like they've been aware that this was going to happen. Um, and I'm betting they're wishing they didn't kill Carl right now. Right. Because lost Rick, lost Carl, lose Michonne, kind of lost Maggie. I mean, this is really, it, it's going to have to become the Daryl show because oh, yeah. nobody is left. Daryl and Carol. Yeah, well, I would watch that show. Even with, uh, with the, the King still involved in it? I like the King. It's just getting weird. Now, now you you read the comics. Yes. Still, yes. right? Is Carol and Ezekiel a thing? No, it's Ezekiel and Michonne. But they had to figure out some way to go about that relationship because Michonne was already taking the place of Andrea. Correct, because Andrea and Rick were together. And um, I don't want to tell you too much about uh, Ezekiel's uh, future, but, um, yeah, they definitely kind of switch those romances around. And, I mean, again, you know what? They, they keep veering very far off from the comic book here, and it kind of makes it hard to even guess what they would do. I mean, I have an idea of what I think would happen with some of the characters, but with Michonne potentially leaving now, I'm wondering if they're going to not kill off some characters that they would have because I, they really need some cast that people <laughs> care about. Right. 
And there are very few people left there. I mean, now with uh, Jesus gone, I mean, I, I don't think... Uh, and was that a thing in the comic? Th- did Jesus die? You know, I honestly don't remember. No, I don't think so. I think he's still... No, he's still around. See, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. And, and I mean, Ross uh, Marquand is, is great. And I like uh, Aaron. That's his character's name. I like him, but I don't feel like his character is at the level of the other ones. You could have Daryl, Carol, and Ezekiel lead the show out of who's left. I don't feel like Aaron uh, can do that. No, he's still definitely like a second tier kind of guy. Same with Carl's girlfriend there. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. I mean, if nothing else, at the very least, it's going to be really interesting for me because I I really no longer know what's going to happen. Right. You're finally at a point now where... You can't just predict yeah. it from what you've read. Yeah, and, and if they kept... I mean, I think that uh, Denai Guerrero is strong enough, they could have built the show around her. Oh, yeah. She's dead. Yeah, but if she's going to leave, too, which makes sense. I mean, look at all the success she's having. Uh, yeah, they're going to have to change some shit up really quickly. But I'm thinking they, they had to have known this. That's why they offered Norman Reedus a $20 million bonus to stay with the show. Right. And, how long does that work? Well, I mean, I think that really depends on how happy he is because, you know, unlike... Deny, who has a, a burgeoning movie career, um, Norman Reedus doesn't really have anything else going on. He seems to love love doing um, Norman Reedus. What is it? Drive or whatever. Yeah, his motorcycle his show. Motorcycle show. Yeah. I mean, they offer him a huge bonus. I bet he would stick around because he's not doing. He's already been in critically acclaimed movies. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he. I'm not saying it's at the end of his career, but he got checked off some of those boxes really early, whereas Deny did not. So she's going on to. You know, create her legacy. He kind of already has. Right. I'm not saying he couldn't do other great things, but this is a really good place for him to be, since he's you know did the movies that people will be watching for the next hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. And now you know he they're going to make him the lead of the show. I, mean, I I would bet he would actually stick around. Yeah, and I know at some point Boondock Saints three is coming. They keep talking about that. Yeah, and they'll I'm sure they'll give him some time to, to go film that. Oh yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I could see him staying on the show and getting paid to drive his motorcycle around. <laughs> right. I mean, really, come on. That that's that's, that's not awesome a bad gig. gig. Yeah, not a bad gig at all. But anyway, that's all I've got, Paul. That's the news, kids. And now I need to get back to the internet to figure out exactly when we abolished civil rights, Paul. Hmm. So um. I, uh, I mentioned a video game to you, a mobile game. You did. That I wanted you to try. You did. And you didn't do that. I couldn't. Exactly. Because, well, <laughs> would you like to say it, Paul? Yeah, it's um, it's iOS only, apparently. This game is a game called Trigger Fist Goat. Now, does that stand for Game of the Year, Greatest of All Time, or Actual Goat? Like, uh, <laughs> No, but apparently that does play into the game. No, the goat in Goat stands for Global Operations Assault Team. Ah. Yes. Um, the makers of TriggerFest, which is uh, Lake Effect Applications, again, raised the bar on what mobile shooters can be. It's a shooter game. Okay. By combining the best elements of a first-person shooter and a third-person shooter into a hybrid perspective, TriggerFest Goat delivers the best of both. The hybrid-person shooter. Um, there they have main three three main points on this, okay. which I, when I started reading this, I didn't realize that's how it was going. Precision shoot what you see combat, realistic tactical sightlines with no corner peek, cinematic see how awesome you look gameplay. All right. That that last one's stretching it. Considering I haven't actually seen it and can't, I'm uh, trying to build a picture in my head. Um. You're you're a soldier of some point in this. Um, and it's almost just like like open world, like shooty shooty kill kill. Okay. Okay. And the camera angle is off your shoulder and over, so it's like literally you're always looking at yourself running with the gun and all that. Okay. And it's real world weapons. Um, <laughs> I was playing it last night. Um, it takes you through the tutorial, which puts you in god mode, so they can't fire back at you. And so I was just standing back with my RPG rocket launcher and just blowing people <laughs> up. <laughs> now, are these NPCs or are you playing against real people? In that mode, they're all NPCs, but it is a multiplayer game. Um, shall I read off the rest of their, sure, their PR points? It. Play your way. Join the Global Operation Assault Team in battle in new and classic game modes across varied environments. Because apparently this is um, a sequel game. Oh. Was not aware of that. 
<clears throat> stand out both visually and tactically with a traditionally inspired unlock system and a generous amount of customization options, which is true, because I, I literally spent 10 minutes fucking around with just colors and stuff on my uniform and the different options at the beginning. <clears throat> Mix and match realistic weapons and abilities from any class to fit your unique playstyle. Configure numerous patterns, colors, and decals to build the most epic weapons and outfits. Play and look how you want. And yes, these, these decals you can actually put like on your, your grenades and your, on like the stock of your guns and stuff like that. Nice. I didn't realize there were a limited amount of them, so I put them on my grenades. So now my gun can't have a cool wolf on it. Join the community. Log on to The Lake, Lake Effect Applications online multiplayer and profile service. Play match-made games, make friends, chat, join squads, view feeds, and have your profile backed up across all of your supported devices and games. Meaning your iPhone or your iPad. Yeah. Built for on-the-go. This was cool, I thought. No connection, no problem. Enjoy the full online experience and progression while offline. Highly sophisticated AI will challenge you when multiplayer is not an option. Also, being able to pause in the middle of an epic firefight is crucial when you need to put down your device. Okay, can you tell me what TL colon DR means? Because I see that all, the, all over. Too long, didn't read. Okay. Ba basically, it's when somebody gives a synopsis of something because, um, you know, for like the, the TLDR of this might be really, really cool new first-person shooter game. You know, something like that. All right. Well, there it says... If you like modern combat shooters with realistic ash action, download this game. Also, there's a goat. Alright. Now, when you told me about this, uh, you you told me something I didn't know, and I think that our listeners might find this very interesting. That one of our good friends actually worked on this game? Yes. Yeah, Alex the Mando. He is a game designer. For Lake Effect, apparently, yes. right? Um, I'm actually, and I, I don't know if this will pan out because it's us, but I'm actually going to try and see if he can get us in to do a tour of the studio. That would be cool. Yes, especially since it's across the street from where I work. <laughs> it makes my life easy, too. Um, but, yeah, uh, apparently we have our own video game studio right here in Syracuse. See, I, I had no idea that there was one here. Me I mean, app development has gotten to the point where, you know, people can you know, do it in their basement, so it's a lot easier. Uh, I always thought it was surprising that there wasn't some kind of a game studio in this area, but I just figured it was because there's nothing in this area. Right, because it's Syracuse, and yeah. it's Syracuse. Yeah, that's really about all we can say. Right. Without being really rude about it. Now, is this kind of like a battle royal, uh, like a PUBG? Yes. Okay. Almost like a, a PUBG, like a Fortnite. All right, and, and there's no, the there's no like story type mode with an open world where you're shooting though. Right. Not that I've yeah. seen yet. I'm very, very new into it. The game just came out, I believe, in the middle of January. All right. So that's yeah, but I will report back in when I've played more. Because I assume now people are going to start shooting me. So, not like here. They're not going to burst through the door and shoot me, but on the game. They'd probably hit me because I'm so large and I'm <laughs> sitting in front of you. And we are offset, at least. Yeah, the it would still hit me. For the, just find a way. Yeah. <laughs> and they would come straight at you and then... It's like, it's my gravity. You know, I have my just, gravity. <laughs> see, again, that would have been nice to be able to see. So, um, I'd like to discuss um, what's coming for the Geekpad universe this year. Okay. Yeah, we didn't discuss that I was doing this at all. Yeah. Um, our feed is going to be renamed. You're looking at me, so you're kind of giving me side eye. What are we going to call it, Paul? It's going to be called um, the Geekpad Network. Okay. Just because what's been happening with us doing like one-offs, like the Pod Bros that was just released, and we're doing the fight regularly now, we've done other one-off shows um, it's almost like we're using this more as a network feed than just GeekPod anymore. Because we've always set up GeekPod as a twice-a-month thing. Just because we know full well that we can't get together weekly to do this. So I'm, I'm thinking about renaming the feed to the network. Okay. And we'll just... I mean, it, it doesn't change how things are going. We'll always have GeekPod twice a month, and then in between will be filler shows with whatever... Um, the fight's always going to hit on the 15th of the month, no matter where. That's, there's reasoning for that, and it gets explained in the show. Uh, and thank you, everyone, that's been listening to that. The, the numbers were kind of astounding to me. So. 
<coughs> I'm also going to bring back some shows that haven't been around for a while. Okay. Like Just what? like Medicine Saves the Cheese. I found uh, lost episodes of that. And there's an episode, there's a, a new show that was done called uh, The Beef and Cheese Show. And that's Madison and Kylie together on an episode. Um, and I figured, I mean, they're already sitting here. Why not? Sure. Plus, we still have some of the lost episodes that have to come out. Uh, really exciting one that's gonna that's that's been a, a long time coming. And that's the one with David Spurlock. Uh, that should be one of the extra long episodes because he really liked to talk. But so much interesting shit came out of that. Uh, needless to say, I went through all the files and I found all the shit that needed to be posted. So And you started crying. No, I don't cry. That's only when, you know, Ming Chen recognizes me. <laughs> I just say that that's probably a very large number of things that have to go out. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? We can sprinkle them throughout the year, and it, and it gives us some buffer time. Um, but obviously, I mean, I'm not going to post an old episode over a brand new one, because that would just be stupid. <laughs> well, because then the new one becomes an old episode. Right. And it doesn't get released for a year. So. Vicious circle, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking with that. Um, and... and we have other stuff in the pipeline. Really? Like what? Um, like Aspen Comics reached out to us. Really? Yeah, I, I emailed you the file. Just, just saying. Oh, you did? Um, yeah, like a week ago. Just, just saying. I don't um, recall getting an email from you. Well, you, you did. I might have sent it to the wrong one. Um, but Aspen Comics, and yes, like that Aspen Comics. We're talking That's like Fathom. Was... Yeah comics like fathom and whatever else they did i don't remember off the top of my head um we have a a, a blossoming relationship with them they're uh and i promised him that i would give him a, a shout out by name that would be and gabe i'm sorry if i murder your last name but i've only seen an email it's gabe carrasco that that, that look right to you carrasco uh down where it says carrasco yeah that, okay. that look that's looks right to me he's their pr guy that i've been dealing with uh, like I said, out of the blue, it showed up in the GeekPod inbox, uh, asking if we wanted to review a book called Aspen Mascots. And I said, well, sure, why not? You know what I mean? And uh, he sent us the digital files, and I went looking at it, and it's an all-ages book. So I was like, well, would you mind sending out a hard copy, and we'll have the overlords read it and get their review on it as well. Now, I'm not opening the book until they do. And I, I told I, I told Gabe that this was all coming. And I just found out it's shipping this week. Okay. So it's coming our way. But, uh, yeah, so I thought it was pretty cool that we got reached out to by Aspen Comics. Because wow. they're kind of a big deal. How did they even find us? I don't know. Apparently they're slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm totally, the whole time you're saying, I sent you an email, I was like, is he pulling my leg? Is he just saying that so that I look stupid? Um, I don't have the email, dude. I don't know what email address I sent it to then, because that was in the... And, of course, I can't check the GeekPod mail from here. That's at the GeekPod offices, which is at work. Uh, (laughs) Okay, yeah, I I wasn't sure if maybe... uh, Because we we seem to have... uh, The show definitely has a different kind of uh, rhythm to it. And usually I think we've like prepped more of the inside jokes ahead of time or yeah. we're going. I wasn't sure if that you were going to <laughs> Look at me so like, are you, are, you, are you fucking with me? Are you yeah. sandbagging me well, right you, now? Usually you send me an email and say, hey, I, I emailed this to you. And I'm like, I don't remember. I thought I texted you. I don't, maybe I didn't get, a, get to text you about it because I was busy at work. It's, right. it's been fucking crazy. Okay, so you really did in real life send this to me. I really did in real life send it to you. I, I don't have it, so right. I'm going to have to send it again. I can resend it not until Monday. So you weren't planning on reviewing that today, then? No, no, oh, no. That's you. why I said uh, up, upcoming review of. All right, because that, that would be bad. I would feel awful if I wasn't prepared. No, so we're, we've got that coming. Um, so, I mean, we will at least still start to kind of be talking about comic books. As I understand it, all the characters in this Aspen mascots, from what I've read, are all literally that. They're like the, the animal sidekicks and stuff from all the different books from Aspen Comics. That's a really cool idea. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be like a, a fun, like fanciful jaunt through all these characters on their little adventure stuff. Adventure stuff. Yes. I like Again, that. I have, I haven't had the opportunity to read it yet. So, um, what else we got? Because this is really only thirty-five minutes in. Good lord! Really? Oh, yeah. we still have to throw the speech on the beginning, though. Oh, good point. Which is five minutes. So we're forty minutes in. Yeah, man, this is a. I told you, this just feels like a weird episode. Well, that's what happens when you're sick. It sucks. 
It makes it rough to get through. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally don't have more stuff, but, I mean, what else can we talk about? Oh, there's an upcoming Dracula Jones show. I saw you posted about that. Yeah, I try to make sure that I uh, repost anything that they uh, they put out there. Um, I don't know when it was, though. I just, I see Dracula I want to say February 23rd. Very good. And, and they're always at Funkin' Waffles, Funkin' right? Waffles, downtown. Yeah, I've not been there, but... Um, I've walked by it a lot, because it's, like, right below... Cloud City. Do they actually serve waffles there? They do. Oh, okay. Chicken and waffles, waffles and waffles. See, that's strange, a place where you know, have live bands and waffles. That's just a, a combination I've never seen before. And alcohol, I believe. I believe they serve alcohol. Oh. Man, beer, waffles, fried chicken, and music? That really sounds like heaven, to be honest with you. Maybe we should go. But then we have to go downtown. I hate going downtown. Everybody hates going downtown. That's why I never get to Cloud City anymore. I miss Jeff. I love that whole crew, but I will avoid going downtown like the plague if I can. Right. I'm there daily, like Monday through Friday. So if I don't have to go back on the weekend, I'm kind of okay with it. Well, you do have like a parking spot that you pay for. Yes. That's my problem is I, I, like my wife always seems to find a parking spot. She'll drive around, but I actually went downtown recently. Um, I went there to... uh, to the dental clinic to have uh, my other wisdom teeth pulled Ooh. and um I, I wait was that i'm trying to think no it was it was before that because i had them pulled no it was when i went in there to get the x-rays because i was by myself um, it was during the, the week and uh tomorrow was working so i had to go down there by myself i ended up driving around and when i say driving around the block it's not a block like you know four roads it's no, a yeah. weird shaped thing with one-way streets and all this stuff i drove around four or five times before I was finally able to find a parking spot relatively close to the place I was going. Um, that was really stressing me out. And it's not that I I don't like driving down there. It's not that I, I don't think I'm a bad driver, but other people are really used to it and they just zip around like crazy. And I'm afraid I'm going to cause an accident because I'm being really cautious. Right. Uh, yeah, it was it was not a fun experience for me. Yeah, no, that's, parking downtown sucks. And if I didn't have that parking space for work, yeah, it, it's nonsense. Complete and utter nonsense. No, that was me. Okay, I was I'm trying to figure out where the was coming from. Well, we could talk about our text messages if we have nothing else. Let me see what my wife sent me. Um, one full box of whole wheat thin spaghetti and two partial boxes of veggie spaghetti. If that is she telling you that's what you have or that's, that's what you need to have. pick up? Okay. That's what we have. That's true. Because why would you buy a partial box of pasta? That's well. I mean, maybe at the the discount rack at Price Right. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can talk about something. Speaking of grocery stores, this is so strange because I I feel like I'm either becoming an old person or a girl or something. This this is so weird for me. Um, on the off chance, you know the, the 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 store Aldi. Yes. You know that there's kind of a cult around Aldi, right? Aldi people has a cult. It. Yeah, people love it. I know that. Yeah. I didn't know it was like cult like. Well, well, there's this girl we work with and. She is just like, this is the best store in the entire world, and she loves it. And uh, on just off chance, I mean, we usually we go to Price Right for, for, because it's cheap. We go to Walmart. We go to uh, uh, BJ's for anything we need in bulk, and that's our usual Friday. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what, for shits and giggles, let's go to Aldi. We haven't been there in a couple years. I heard that they uh, made a lot of changes to become, like, the, the best uh, organic store in the country. Um they're like you know most of their stuff is all organic now and uh apparently it's a big deal anyway we now shop at aldi every week we didn't go to price right this last week we've moved just about everything we buy there's only a few items that we can't get there and we still have to go to other stores and not every week but it's weird because i walk in there and i get when i'm done i'm like happy really i really enjoy the experience it's kind of like you know wegmans is like awesome but it's always so crowded. It's mm-hmm. crazy. It's kind of like that. I go in there, and it's not that crowded. I enjoy the experience. I almost wish the place was bigger, so I had more aisles to go through and spend more time there. <laughs> uh, whereas, you know, Price Right, it's like, oh, i got to grab this cheap. Um, oh, well, let's look out for those strange people muttering to themselves in the corner. And, oh, great, it's Friday. There's 17 people waiting to cash out in one line open. That's uh. Price Right. And that's every single day. It's not like, oh, somebody called off. No, that that's how they operate, period. Um, and it's not like going to Walmart where, you know, you find all the stuff you want, things are relatively clean. 
I still have line problems at Walmart, but you know, people always yell at me. I uh, like my, my kids, uh, my older kids' mother, she's like, I would never shop at Walmart, you know, because of their business practices and all that stuff. And while I can kind of understand that, I can't afford to shop at other places, right? You know, I don't make that kind of money. Um, I'm finding Aldi's is a good mix between the two because I mean, the prices are usually as good or a few cents cheaper than Walmart, um, sometimes even cheaper than Price Right. Uh, they have their own brands of a lot of things with. These crazy, crazy, like, rip-off labels that I cannot believe they're not being sued for. Uh, it's, it's really great. They have Girl Scout cookies there. What? Yeah, they have, like, Samoas and um, the peanut butter ones. Yeah, $1.19 a box or something. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know if they taste the same. Right. Uh, but if they do... But, yeah, it's it's we really enjoy the experience. It's nice. a great place to shop. And, yeah, I just I feel weird because I go to my wife, I'm like... I really enjoy going to Aldi's, and she looks at me and, like, you know, what are you, a girl? <laughs> Go change your tampon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's strange. But, yeah, if you guys haven't haven't been there before, it's really neat. It really does kind of feel like Wegmans, but without, you know, 17,000 people. Right. My only problem is the whole, um, they just chuck all your shit back into a cart thing. That bothers me. I've got price right bags already because price right does the same thing oh really? so we just bring our price right bags in because it's not really like oh you can't use those here sir you need to buy our, right our no. bags they're not like they that. don't care yeah um what is nice about that is it allows me to pack stuff myself because if i go to walmart who knows how the fuck they're gonna package shit oh i know I, I had the crazy lady who bought like one box per bag last night oh i'm like seriously i don't need to carry 47 fucking bags <laughs> into the house yeah or, or they'll, I mean, they, they're usually good about making sure meat is separate from other things, but yeah, it's kind of a mess. At least doing it this way, I can pack all the cold stuff in one bag. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of don't mind that. It just bothers me. <coughs> oh, man, now it's my turn to cough on Mike. <laughs> you good? Oh, yeah, all right. I'm good. Um, oh, so after last episode, literally two days later, I went to Aquaman. What did you think? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Really good, fun movie. Like you said, I mean, and you, it's not weighed down with continuity. Yeah. They, they make the one comment about Steppenwolf, and that's it. Like, you don't have to have seen Justice League to like this movie. Yeah, not at all. No, it was fantastic. Really fun movie. Uh, and I just saw yesterday that they're doing a, a trench spinoff, like a DC like horror movie. Well, you got to take anything that comes out of the uh, DCEU. Well, yeah, with, with all the announcements they make that go nowhere. Yeah, they make tons of announcements and never do anything with it. Uh, while I'm not against the idea of DC doing a horror movie, I think they already have properties that would be a better fit for that than... Like Constantine? Constantine, Justice League Dark. I know Swamp Thing has a, a TV show coming, but... Um, yeah, to just spin off a, a whole thing about the tr- I mean, that was it, that was interesting, but I mean, is how far are you going to go with there? that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it just going to be a rehash of that? Like an, an Atlantean gets dropped in there and they have to fight their way out? We saw that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <clears throat> I don't see where they can logically take that, uh, where it needs its own movie. But I, no, I it, mean, I mean, either that or you make it like a sequel to Aquaman and adapt Jeff Johns' trench arc. Like, that's it. You don't need to make it its own horror movie, I guess. Right? Um, well, being that I haven't read the Trench arc, I don't know. I think that was his first arc when he came on to, like, modern-day Aquaman. Well, I mean... I mean, what else What else do they have? Dead Man? Oh, my God, that would be so great. That's, that would almost be like a, a cross between Quantum Leap and a horror movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, if they... But it seems like DC does want to experiment with different kinds of movies, but I, I just have a feeling that it's going to fall flat on its face. You know who's going to succeed with that? And this is probably only because they're working with Marvel now. Um, Sony. Because, I mean, the Morbius living vampire movie, fantastic idea. And here's the thing. Dead Man would be great, but honestly, I don't feel like Dead Man's a horror movie. The character, he's a ghost, but he's not really scary. Um, DC will take a character and try to shoehorn it into a mm-hmm. horror movie. You've got Morbius the living vampire... That's a, he's a horror made for character. horror. Yes, yeah. um, there's a, and and I think that you're going to see things like that be successful. Um, 
I mean, the only characters that I can think of in the, the DC universe that are, are tailor-made directly for horror would be Swamp Thing and Constantine, right, right. off the bat, where, where that's really their only thing. Look at someone like Zatanna. Yeah, she fits great in, a, in Justice League Dark, and she could be part of a horror movie, but that, that's not really the core of her character. Right. She's also been light and funny and could be in just a superhero we think. Um, if you've read the Constantine books and all the Justice League Dark, one of the things that always is jarring for me for those things is... It doesn't really feel like the character Constantine. He needs to be, you know, elbows deep in blood and piss and shit and scary stuff. And trying to separate him and have him working with a bunch of heroes. Uh, he may elevate their the interest in those characters, but it does nothing for his. Speaking of, have you been watching Legends of Tomorrow with him on it? Of course I have. Okay, I, want, I just wasn't sure because that show's iffy. I'm really loving this season of that. I, I am too. Strictly because of the whole magic and him. Like, a lot of that shit was hard to watch with him trying to change time. It was. That was, was rough. Yeah, it really felt bad for him. And it's not the whole bisexuality thing. I had no problem with that. See, you didn't even need to bring it up. I did. I know. I was here two seconds ago. Yeah, uh, you know, and, and I think that that's a good exploration of the character. Uh, it does give him a... It, it's tough, too, because in the, in the comics he was always a bastard, but everyone hates him, but they don't really know that he's, he's kind of trying to do the right thing. I don't know. It's weird. I don't think any of the live-action portrayals have quite nailed the character like that. I mean, Matt Ryan's is the closest, and I'd yeah. be fine with him continuing to portray the character, uh, but it still doesn't quite get it. And, no. and it almost feels like the comics don't quite get it, because even the comics themselves, the old ones, Hellblazer, um, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, I, he'll come right out and say it, I'm a bastard. But then you'll see him do something selfless. Right. But it, it's, it's never to prove anything, it's never to show people he's changed, it's like, this is what needs to be done to save this this little girl's soul or whatever and he just fucking does it and never gets any thanks for it interesting like see that's where i have to come to you on that because i've never read hellblazer all those you should so. because hellblazer you know when i discovered the hellblazer comics it was uh one of the f one of the first really adult comics that I, I came across and i mean it blew my mind you know how how complex it was and really yeah i mean, actually i've got some of the graphic novels if you can remind me before the next time we come over here i can go into my black mold basement and uh, open up <laughs> scrape the, the mold off of them and no i've over. got i've got them in a tote so nice uh, uh, but yeah i've got a, a i've got a good good selection i think i might have most of them outstanding but yeah, I can grab some graphic novels and throw them here. The, the tough thing is if you read from the beginning um they switch from um the old style art to the new style art relatively early on in, in Hellblazer's run, but that's when the whole industry shifted. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your first 10, 15, 20 issues, I don't remember exactly how much it was, is that old style from the 80s, and then it switches to what it eventually became. Outstanding. Um, it's a bit jarring, but if you can get through them, I mean, the, the story's still there. Awesome. I do want to read it. I want to check it out. Um, did you see the animated movie that just came out? I, I have not watched it yet. No. I just haven't had the chance. Me either. Now, was there just one, or was there a couple of them at this point? There and was are one. they connected to yes. the show? Yes. And I know it's him voicing him. Yes. Okay. And it is connect it's kind of like a sequel to the show. Uh, but they only have. There's, there's only the one. I don't think okay, that they plan on doing it. It seemed like there was a couple of things. No, it something was, was on the seed. CW I think it was seed. being released episodically, and then they, they cut it into a, a full length movie. Outstanding. Something I got to check out as well. Yeah, I, I just, uh, I think the reason I haven't uh, watched it yet is, frankly, because it's animated. I don't usually go in for that kind of stuff. Right. They CW was doing that for a while, though, where they did a bunch of different animated things, right? They did, um, what's her name? The, the Beast Girl, right? Did yeah, that one. I, forgot I know her name's Mary. Mari. Yeah, I she think they the, did something on Arrow, too, didn't they? have? Yeah, something? or he showed up on it or something. They did the Ray. Yeah. And I know Flash and Arrow showed up in one or two of them. I don't know. I haven't watched any of those. Although, you know, I am really excited. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but uh, Supernatural's 300th episode came out this week. And 300 wasn't the Scooby-Doo one, right? No, it was... Okay. No, that was last year. Was that? See, I don't watch Supernatural. But what what's exciting about it, it was the return of uh, John Winchester. 
So uh, it was um, Jeff, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, right? Yes. I, I'm assuming it's just a one-off. They said it was kind of like, a, all I know is like from the, the synopsis stuff, you know, it was kind of like a, a wish fulfillment kind of thing. I'm sure he's just back for one episode, but I mean, he's been dead since season two. I think season two. He did show up briefly uh, as a ghost in season four. Oh, nice. Well, just when they when they released his, his spirit from the hell it was in or whatever. You know, he basically just showed up and looked at the boys and left uh but it's it's i mean he he was a big part of the first two seasons of the show and to have him come back uh really exciting i can't wait to see it outstanding this and this is what how many years in now 14 jesus just renewed for a 15th season awesome and that's got that's some kind of record right well no because then you got shit like the simpsons yeah going on for like 40 years well actually actually the simpsons just got renewed i believe up to season 32 that's insane. It is insane. I'm um, for a live action show. I mean, Gunsmoke ran just over twenty years. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, I mean, if for for a genre show on a little network, it's certainly a big deal. Uh, what's uh, interesting is a year ago, they were saying that you know their goal was to get to three hundred, and there was even talk that maybe they would stop after that. Hmm. Um, but apparently, over the past year, they've moved production um, down to to California, I believe. And both the guys live in Texas. They both live close to each other, actually. Nice. And um, Jensen Ackles you know, opened a, a brewery and a brew pub and restaurant and stuff. And I guess they all spend a lot of time there. But they, he said in an interview this past week, they're really enjoying They're both really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. I think maybe they've realized that, hey, we can't do anything after this. Right. We're not going to get is, hired. This is what we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're saying, I mean, I don't, they keep saying that they don't want to run it into the ground. But I think at this point... I don't know that you can run Supernatural into the ground. No. It seems like they have that really rabid fan base. So. Yeah, and, and it's it's not... That's not to say they've already run it into the ground. It's that there's almost unlimited... You know, I'm not, not as unlimited ideas as what you can do with, like, Doctor Who or something, but, I mean, there's really... As long as you have good people writing it, there there's no... You're never going to get to the point where there couldn't be more story mm-hmm. unless you write it that way. Right. Write yourself into a corner and be done. Yeah, so, yeah, no. I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's going to last for a while longer, at least. Very cool. I wonder how many of our listeners actually care about Supernatural. I'm probably the only one. I don't know. Let's find out. Someone tweet at us. Do you actually watch the show? They're going to be like, isn't that for girls? <laughs> no, isn't that the Vampire Diaries? Yeah, yeah, okay, that would be the one for girls. Although <laughs> I did watch that, too. Never seen that, either. I didn't watch the end of it, though. I watched the first couple seasons. I, actually, it wasn't bad, but it started getting stupid. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what happens with all of these vampire things, the Twilight series and all that stuff. They start with vampires, but then they have to open it to werewolves and witches. Every time they, they do that, they end up expanding the mythology, and it becomes stupid. Because you put too much in there. You, you lose yeah. focus. Yeah, you lose focus, and I mean, that's I mean, Vampire Diaries was good when it was just about vampires. And wasn't that a book series? Like, how do you let that get off track? I, I, yeah, I believe it was, yeah. Um, but they also ran into situations where lead actors were leaving and oh. actors who were still in the books. You know, like Nina Dobrev, I believe. Um, she left, and I, I don't know if they even knew what to do with the show at that point because I think her character, she was the main character in all the books. Yeah, that makes it tough. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other shows that have done that as well because there's lots of supernatural shows that have gone that route. Um, and I was thinking about this the other night because Supernatural is one of those shows where you expect there to be all of these different creatures, right? But they also jump into like Indian mythology and Hindu mythology. I mean, there's they they cover everything, anything in the world that would be considered supernatural is a beast or creature that can show up, right? Which is awesome. I mean, like you said, it gives you lots of avenues to go in. Yeah. Now, when you're you're really zeroing yourself into a supernatural show about just witches or just vampires or just werewolves i mean that that's when when you lose that because you're you don't you don't have you've, you're creating a world with established rules and then you're having to add new rules because you're running out of things to do with these characters so you have to have add other kinds of characters and i think that's where things get messed up it's the uh the highlander paradox yeah sort of yeah the highland we talked about that last time <laughs> yes we did that's why um, i'm referencing sort of yeah you know i mean you decide hey we have to do this to have more interesting stories but you have to keep getting bigger and bigger every time mm-hmm. very few shows handle that well um buffy handled it well yeah because again that one started off as a, it should have been just just vampires, just vampires. but they they managed to add uh ideas to to an already really well-formed universe so everything 
really it made it it made it bigger. You know, it, it wasn't the same as some of the other shows I've seen where it's like, oh well, you know, this show's on its way downhill because they're adding vampires now. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like in the zombie movies or series, like the zombie series of books and things like that. Once the zombies start talking, you know they're out of ideas. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they can't all of a sudden become intelligent. Yeah, that's that's usually at the point at which I'm like, okay, it's time to, to drop this series. <laughs> yep, done. Donezo. <clears throat> kind of like this episode. I think we're wrapping up. Yeah, I think so. I'm sorry. It hasn't been as good as it could have been. Yeah, but that's what happens when, again, what I, I texted you two days ago and said, let's record this week. That's no, not a lot of that, that's usually how it always happens, though. I usually only have one day to prep anyway. <laughs> and you blew your wad on the uh, the State of the Union? Yeah, dude, I sat down yesterday, and I'm like, okay. We get home from grocery shopping, okay, and I told you I already wasn't feeling well, and I'm like, I have to make meatloaf. We have to drop Lana off. We have to get the kids and drop Lana off at 6 o'clock at the mall because she has a birthday party to go to. So we get home. It's like a little after 1.00. I sautéed some peppers and onions and threw them in the freezer so they could cool down really quick so I could add them to the meat. And I go and I sit down and I start typing. And I'm writing and I'm writing. My wife suddenly goes, it's like, you know, almost 2.30. And I forgot and we had to pick Avery up to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's another thing in there. So I'm, oh, go get her, from, take her to the dentist, get back. I throw the meatloaf together, sit down, do three more lines, go to pick the girls up, <laughs> come back. Um, I think I actually started dinner and then went back and finished and it was just, it was hectic. It was back and forth. And, yeah. Uh, and, and when you're in the middle of a project like that and you break it up like that, sometimes you lose the flow. Yeah. I don't think you did with that one, but it's, I, I've been there with some of the, the scripts for the other show. When yeah, you go yeah. back to it and you're rereading it and it's like, okay, where the fuck was I going with this? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I mostly, mostly finished the speech. It was really the, the news that ended up getting broken up. Because I, I mean, and I, and I really don't feel like I picked some really great news articles this week, and I certainly couldn't come up with the, as good uh, for the normal witty titles as mm-hmm. I have. Uh, but it really was just I was crunching because I'm like I have to right. get this done. I gotta put something out. <laughs> so what do we got left, Paul? Well, we've uh, we've got a WTF, and we've got what's got me tweaked. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, in whatever order you choose, sir. I've got this already figured out. So my WTF file is the one that I texted you about and said, I, I have one, like, and I wouldn't tell you what it was. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not going to use any names or anything because that will get me fired. But I'm um, at my job, <clears throat> and I get a phone call from an attorney at home. And he made sure to tell me multiple times that he is 72 years old and he is confounded by technology. And we're working on an iPhone problem. Again, he's working from home, so we're on the iPhone as he's trying to fix the iPhone. And this is going on for 20 minutes. He has me on speakerphone so he can be working on it. And at one point in it, he says, okay, well, let's just just, just keep talking. Now I'm, I'm going through trying to explain stuff to him, and I, I hear walking. And he's kind of sort of responding and all of a sudden I hear water running. And I'm trying to talk through it. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm not hearing what I think I'm hearing. <laughs> and he's talking. And again, he, he goes into one of his tirades about, well, I'm 72 years old and this is very complicated stuff. And I just don't understand it. And whoosh, And he keeps talking. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm looking around the room like, is someone fucking with me right now? And now, mind you, so I heard the water running and then a whoosh, you know, a, a flush noise. Yeah. And then I don't hear any more water run, just, just saying. <laughs> um, and then he, he, he continues on with what he's doing and we finally wrap up 15 minutes later. And I'm, I'm looking around the room and my boss is looking at me and she's she's pantomiming to me while I'm still on the phone. She's like, what's the matter? And I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. So I, I get off the phone and everything clicks together and this motherfucker went in and took a piss with me on the phone, flushed <laughs> the toilet, did not wash his hands, and continued on. So, yeah, I had to deal with the pissing attorney. Um, oh, man. 
Yeah. The Do worst not handle his phone if he brings it in for... That's what I was going to say next. The worst part is I have an appointment with him when I go to Albany next month for phone work. Nice. Yeah. Sanitize that phone. What the Bring fuck? Bring some alcohol wipes. <laughs> it was just awful. Like, how, how does that... No. I'm not even going to go go into all of it. Um, but then, as I referenced earlier in the show, moving on from the WTF, um, I was at Walmart last night, and I'm checking out, and two of the employees are standing at the end of the aisle. I don't hear what they're talking about, but there's a mop bucket involved. And the one guy said something that just pushed my buttons, just really, really? tweaked me out. He didn't say it to me. He goes, well... It is what it is, and he straight, you know, shrugs his shoulders, and it just set me off because I fucking hate that phrase. Oh, man. That phrase just drives me nuts because it's such an apathetic fucking I-don't-give-a-shit phrase. And to hear it when it's like like when you're at work like that, and, I mean, I'm assuming it had something to do with what he was cleaning, and now it's just a I-don't-give-a-fuck. Okay, does that mean, like... I'm going to go into the fucking bathroom that he was nearby and you're just going to find the whole thing is completely maced with fucking, like, super shits everywhere? You know the kind I'm talking about. You've walked into Walmart and you've seen the way that they've been painted. So, that whole laissez-faire, I don't give a fuck attitude when you're, you're, you're slopping the toilets all over? Seriously, that shit tweaks me right out. You know, Paul, that's actually one of my favorite phrases. It's funny because I don't recall you ever saying it. Well... Here's the thing. While I can see it being taken as very laissez-faire or I don't give a shit, it also can be an acknowledgement of something you don't have the power to change. Understood. Now, yes, it could Because I think I've used it in that phrase, in yeah. that, that, to coin that term. Yeah, in fact, I say it to, you know, my wife's like, oh, this is happening and that's happening. And I'm like, it is what it is. Let's try to make the best of it. So not that I wouldn't like to change, but there are things in life you can't change. So, um well, you certainly have the right to get tweaked. I would just put that out there so that maybe the next time you hear that, you're not immediately err. Oh, I was extremely err at quarter to twelve this morning. But it also comes from when I work construction too. That that used to be the foreman's answer for everything, and that got gets really annoying when you know that shouldn't be the answer when you're trying to get something done. You also might have to think about the fact that you know the guy that said that works at Walmart. Dude, how good can his life possibly be? On that note, megabyte me, bitches. This has been a GeekPod Network production. Show notes and links to our social media can be found on our webpage, www.geekpod.com. That's G33KPOD.com. Want to help us out? Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reviews really help keep us on the charts. Thanks, guys, and see you next time.